Welcome to Heels in the Courtroom, a podcast about successfully navigating law and life, featuring the women trial attorneys at the Simon Law Firm. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. This is Erica Slater, and today I'm joined by Liz Lenevy, Amy Gunn, and Elizabeth McNulty. Hey, ladies. Hello. 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 So today we were talking prior to starting recording today that from time to time, Friends, family, high schoolers will say, oh, you know, I'm thinking about going to law school. What do you think? And we all had differing and varying levels of enthusiasm that we share with those younger students or their parents about whether somebody should go to law school. So we want to share today with you our advice and the different ways we've handled those questions If you are a lawyer, you probably have been, one, asked this a ton, and two, seen people respond with varying levels of enthusiasm, which I think is usually directly sometimes related to how they feel about their practice at the time or how they feel about their debt maybe at the time or (laughs) things along that line. So I recall when, if you all remember, I started working at a law firm when I was 15 and worked there all through high school and college before going to law school. And I recall that when I was in high school, you know, I kind of ran around the office saying like, oh yeah, I wanna go to law school someday. And everyone kind of knew that that was in my plan or on, on the horizon. And there was a paralegal who was working at the firm and I think he was just starting law school or had just signed up. And it was like his first semester and you know, his his mood and and, personality like he just started going down and I was talking to him about it one day and he said you know I was at the law school today I was in the bathroom and somebody wrote on the stall make sure you really want to do this and I think I'm gonna quit (laughs) and to me I was so shocked by that because I was kind of like hold on this is like a nice guy everyone you know thinks he's pretty smart and I was watching him slowly dismantle and wash out of his first semester of law school now the ladies asked me what happened to that guy and and we all agree he's probably happy (laughs) but you know when we get to that level and you go to law school it's never what you think it's gonna be once you get there like you know it's gonna be hard work you know you know if you're planning to go to law school you're probably someone who you know has been a successful student or can get in that framework and and figure out how to succeed but whether it's the experience in law school or your experience when you get out into practice, it's always a little different than you thought going in. We've all seen those memes of people, you know, signing up for law school saying, I want to help people. <laughs> and my goodness, there are a lot of ways to do that <laughs> that are not being lawyers. Although, you know, we could probably break that down over a different podcast about the utility of what we do. And of course, we do help people in our everyday. It's just in a very unique and very supercharged way sometimes. So Liz, when you get asked, you know, hey, my daughter, my cousin, your friend is thinking about going to law school, what kind of advice do you give them? And has it changed over time? I'll start with your second question, Erica, in that it has changed. 
because I started getting this question before I even graduated from law school. I, and I'm sure you all did as well. You're probably in your first semester still and people were already coming up to you asking, you know, should I go to law school? What do you think? I will say when I was in law school and into my first maybe three years of practice, my response was pretty enthusiastic of, I think everyone should go to law school if it's, it's, if it's what you want. If the thought has crossed your mind, go to law school, do it. It's, it's, and part of that is because I realize what a useful knowledge base we have because of it. There are so many advantages that we have because we have this education. And that's everything from signing a contract, to looking over a lease, understanding what the laws are and what exactly it means. And what is incredible, I remember even being in law school, if people weren't asking me about should they go to law school, people were just asking me legal questions. And I felt so smart and I, I felt you know very self-important at the time of, oh, you want to know my opinion? You want to know my thoughts? I, I feel like an expert on this, even though I didn't know anything. That's, let's make that very clear. Mm-hmm. So I was very enthusiastic about it, and I encouraged anyone who sought my advice about law school to to go, to attend. I will say, I have changed my approach to this question, and I think it is a much more thoughtful approach in that I don't give people advice. That's not the first thing I say. When someone asks me, what do you think, should I go to law school, I respond with a question, which is, Well, why do you want to go to law school? And frankly, I don't really care what their why is. I just want to know if they have a why and how much thought have they actually put into it. Some people tell me, well, I I think I want to go to law school because my my uncle's a lawyer and he makes a lot of money and seems to live a pretty comfortable life and he's enjoyed his practice. I say that's not a good enough reason. You need to talk to more lawyers. You need to get a different viewpoint on things. You have no idea what exactly your uncle may be facing unless you've had that in-depth conversation with him, which makes me wonder, then why are you asking me? Why don't you go ask your uncle? But then sometimes people tell me, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to go to law school. I really want to do this. I've done X, Y, Z things, and and I've talked to this many lawyers, and I, I, I think it's what I want to do. And I say, okay, it sounds like you put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, it sounds like law school is a good idea for you. But the response I feel I have gotten the most, especially as I've gotten older, gotten further away from my college years, is friends coming to me who have graduated undergrad, maybe even gotten a master's degree, spent a couple of years working in some industry, and they just feel stuck. And they think, well, what what can I do? What can I do? Law school. Law school sounds like an idea. And law school is one of those things where it's not like medical school, where you have to have an undergraduate basis in order to get into med school. Law school, you can literally come from whatever background, and as long as you have an undergraduate degree from some four-year accredited university, or maybe even unaccredited, I actually don't know what all of the the standards (laughs) may be for all law schools across the country, you can go. Right. They'll take your money. (laughs) You have like a functioning brainstem? Come on in. And that's, but really, that is the answer I've gotten the most from people is like, I'm stuck in this career and I want to change and I tell them you got to put more thought into it before you say I want to go to law school I want to take on that debt I want to take on that stress because once you make that commitment to going to this career what happens if you go in and you hate it too because you didn't think about it so now you've left two careers that you hate but you have all of this money that you now owe I just you got to think about it and so that is what 
I say to people now is I ask them why and I try to make them put more analysis. I ask basically ask them argue it to me. Tell convince me that you should go to law school. Yeah, when I was choosing to actually go to law school, like the put up and shut up moment as opposed to the, you know, fanciful ideas being a high schooler thinking, yeah, that sounds great. I remember maybe like a maybe a counselor at maybe a career counselor at my college saying something like, well, a fourth or a third of the people who have JDs don't practice law and was touting that as like a reason to go to law school. Like, don't worry. You know, if you have a law degree, you can do a lot of things with it no matter what. And that always stuck with me because I was encouraged by it at the time. And then I, you know, being on the other side of law school and the debt and just the blood, sweat and tears that you put into your work, I can't imagine going through all that and not actually want to be a lawyer. And I think that is bad advice to tell people who are lukewarm about it. Like, don't worry, you can do something else because my perception is most of the people who have a JD and don't practice law are people who have found the profession not to be satisfying or taken another route. That's not meant to sound like hardcore judgment to those people, but, you know, if you ask that third, if they'd go back and get a JD again <laughs> to, you know, be doing what they're doing, you know, they may have made a different choice. So... Amy, how about you? What do you tell people when they talk about it? Or what experience have you had in your own family? I've had a lot of experience for a long time. <laughs> and I'm listening to you all talk. And I'm having a very weird reaction. Because as much as this profession is hard and taxing and it makes you uh, crazy and just takes so much out of you. I love it. I love it. And I think that's where I start when people ask me that question. I could have the worst day, the worst opposing counsel, the worst ruling, whatever it is. And you're somewhere and you're talking to somebody and they say, oh, my daughter's thinking about going to law school. And I'm like the Grinch, the heart grows like sixfold <laughs> and busts out of my chest because, and that's just, that's my reaction. That's not thinking about it. That's not, that is how much I love this profession. And the idea that somebody wants to join this profession, I guess I give them the benefit of the doubt that if they've, if they've thought about it enough to ask me or to talk their, to their parents about it or you know, ask their parents to reach out to me or, or however it comes to me, I assume that they know what they're getting themselves into. And I give them the benefit of the doubt. And so what I learned in law school was how to think, how to think critically, how to consider different opinions, how to weed through nonsense and get to the core of issues. And I don't care what you do with that education you you are you have benefited from it in, in wherever you go next to a bank to a law firm to law school to to teach high school I, I don't care my husband's a utility regulator and in the energy business now and 
And the fact that he has a JD, even though he doesn't technically practice law, is compelling. It matters when he talks to people, when he, you know, appears on agendas and, and those type of things. And so I, I'm always going to say yes. I don't care how, like I said, if you, I assume you've thought about it. I'm going to say yes. And not only am I going to say yes, I am going to tell you all the reasons why you should and all the reasons why I love it. Now, I will temper it and I will say, now, I hope you don't think it's going to be easy or a walk in the park. And I almost think it's insulting to assume people think it's easy or to think they're choosing a profession that is without challenge. I assume that you're thinking about going to law school because that's exactly what you like. And that's exactly what you see yourself doing in the future. Look, what we do is really important, not only on a micro level of our individual clients, but accept my arrogance when I say it's an important societal feature. The bedrock of a civil society is law, whether it's civil, criminal, whatever. And to be a member of, of that profession such that we create the law, we interpret the law, we apply the law, I don't know. I get still to this day really proud of that. And I'll ask colleagues who have children that are my age, you know, what do you think about telling them to go to law school? And I, I get, you know, I'm sure you all get the same response as some say, hell no, I'm <laughs> not telling them run away. And I think, gosh, you haven't had a very good experience, have you? And that makes me a little bit sad. I have a niece who's in college that wants to go to law school, and I am beaming with joy that I can hope help her ride along with her on that journey in any way. I have another, a, a younger niece in California. Niece number one is Caroline. Shout out to Caroline. <laughs> niece number two is Rosie in California. Now she is starting sixth grade, but if I'm wrong about that, I'm so sorry. And I just learned when we saw each other earlier this month that even though she's young, she is thinking about law school. And I just, I love it. And my husband and I, of course, we have two boys. And I, I'm sure I've mentioned that Connor's in college and wants to go to med school. Nathan, my younger guy, wants to go to law school. That's all he talks about. And I'm so excited about that. But I, I, Connor knows I've told this story, basically, is... Well, babe, there, I mean, med school's fine, but I mean, come on, law school, come on, go. <laughs> you know, he looks at me like I'm crazy, and most people do. <laughs> and it's because they let you out of the cage sooner. I, I know. <laughs> after law, yeah, closer to your life in law school than med school. But I, I know I'm a little naive to, to probably encourage everybody to go. It's great. It's wonderful, because I know it's not. And I, that's not even been my experience every day. But on the whole, I love it. I love what we can do with it. I love what we can do for people with it. I love the stature of it. I love the knowledge base that it has created for me. I love the, all the different areas of 
medicine and science and sociology and social science and hard science that I've learned from being in this profession. And I just can't imagine telling someone, no, that's a bad idea. I, I just, I will never believe that. Now, the money is a lot. So obviously you have to be smart about whether, how much you're going to owe at the end of it and, and what jobs you may have to take in order to make those payments. But I don't know. I, I think the longevity in law, Liz, is kind of to your point with friends who've kind of gotten into a profession and feel kind of dead and dead ended very early. That's never going to happen in law. It be, you could practice law and then do 25 other things, building on it. You can never practice law in a day in your life and still have the foundation that I think is still very respected in terms of what employers look for. Now, if you are applying for a job and you've got a JD, I don't care what job it is. Well, I don't know if it matters for every job, but you're going to get a second look. And now they may say, why do you, <laughs> what do you, what, why didn't you work with, why didn't you use your JD? Or, but the answer is I am using my JD because what I learned in law school helps me be a better citizen every day and understand how societies work. So I, that's why I started out saying I'm, I'm sitting here kind of getting emotional about it because I want everybody to, oh, that's a little crazy, isn't it? I want everybody to go to law school. I don't want everybody to go to law school, but I want anybody who's thought about it to have that opportunity. I think my experience going to law school and being an attorney, and I'll say, I can't imagine doing anything else, and this is the job I've wanted since I was nine years old. Same. Okay. But I have had friends who are now, who've gone to law school, worked in the legal profession and say, I don't want to do this anymore and are trying to find new jobs. So oh, that's, me that, too. Yeah. And, and the, like actively now back in school to try to learn something, a new trade. I, I've got I've, one of my best friends is doing it right now. And so that's sort of the perspective I've got is over the last couple of years, I've noticed many of my peers, their satisfaction with the profession has gone down mm. and the money cost that's a huge factor when I talk to people about this. It's like, don't go to law school. Don't take out these loans just because you don't know what else to do with your life. I agree Think with about that. it. Think I agree with that. It. But I will say, Amy, to your point, I do wish, I, I, I agree, not everyone has to go to law school, but I do think we need to do a better job of making sure everyone has some basic understanding of the law, whether it's in high school you know, a civics class, basic contracts. I, I, that's what like, I think high school students need to be taught is, mm -hmm. is how do you read a contract? What does it mean when you're signing these things? Mm -hmm. So that's, how do I listen to the news? Right. What, these, <laughs> what, what are they even talking about? What is the constant? What does the First Amendment actually mean? Right. Well, I know, but I oh. think, I think you're taught that stuff. You just don't retain any uh, of it. Not everyone's taught it. I will say not In everyone. In civics class? Yeah. Yeah. Civics education, I think, is lacking. Well, not everybody got an Orsboro, Kentucky education. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say I, I, the high school I went to, not everybody had 
necessarily the same opportunities to learn, I think, just basic legal understanding. I was very lucky I got to take like an APS history class. And I feel like that that's where I got the most. You were a smarty pants. I was, I was an over. <laughs> that's not our girl. everyone was in the class. I, I, I'm telling you now, not there's a lot of people that don't understand what the First Amendment means, don't understand what they're doing when they sign a contract. And you realize, I think, as a lawyer, how much of this society is built around benefiting people like us who are educated, who have these skills and how much better it would be for society in general if we could give everyone just some basic tools to work with. So that's kind of a tangent. This has nothing to do with whether or not you should go to law school. It should be everyone should have some form of law, legal education, I think, before they graduate high school. So so I was recently, a couple months ago, talking to a set of parents at like a birthday party for one of the other little kids that go to daycare with my child and my wife and I are talking to this woman and her husband and Kristen my wife goes oh you know what do you guys do and they both like shudder and they're like oh we're recovering lawyers (laughs) without knowing that I'm a lawyer and and you know a very proud one at least at this point in my career and happy with practicing and I'm I didn't say anything because <laughs> they were so damn sweet and I didn't want to make them feel so awkward. Um, I'm sure they found out later, <laughs> but I was like, oh, OK. And, you know, we've all heard people be self-deprecating about, you know, oh, you know, lawyers are yada, yada. But then there's that whole other side that, Amy, I think you tapped into of like, this is a noble profession. Mm-hmm. It is the bedrock of our society. And I the I think the intention that Liz even you get to when you ask the question back like why do you want to go to law school is you want people to be happy in this profession and find your niche and if you're able to take a you know 10-15 year career in the law and take that to a different industry you know because that's your next level up like your husband has Amy that's what you want to see as opposed to people who have regretted going to law school because they of what to do. Um, But I think there's so many things like you can't know until you're there at the same time. So Elizabeth, what do you say to people when they come to you and ask that question? Well, I find the question interesting. It does happen to me a lot and I do not necessarily dissuade them from going, but I think part of the Part of the not problem, but people being interested in law school is as a kid, you know, they were precocious and they like to read and they like to argue. And so everyone's telling them, well, you should go to law school. And you're like, (laughs) so you start thinking like, oh, I should go to law school. And you don't put any thought into what that really means or what my life as a lawyer or just like having a JD, what that means for you. And I think that was kind of part of the reason why I push back when I get the the question, just because. I mean, I have a similar response to Liz, like, oh, you know, that's really interesting. Like, why do you want to do that? But like, they don't necessarily need to know. I feel like that's why a lot of the responses, you know, well, I want to be a, you know, I don't really know what kind of lawyer I want to be. And it's like, well, that's not really the question. It's just like, what, why, what's motivating you to want to go to law school? Because 
I our our jobs, especially as trial attorneys, it is a lot like what you see on TV. That is kind of what we do, but that's just the fun part. There are a lot of <laughs> not so fun parts. It's just when we're having fun. Yeah, they like put us on like, TV. Yeah, that's probably what like maybe six. You can't hear the truth. Yeah, <laughs> that moment will happen once in your entire career. Exactly. <laughs> so people don't see all like the mundane parts of our job. That like you know you sit at your desk and you like write emails you know for a full day. So like that so I feel like it is an exciting profession but also the pushback if if I tell you you know you should think about going to law school like you should really think that through and they ultimately are like yeah no I'm not gonna go then they were never gonna hack it probably anyway because you need to like it needs to really be what you want or you're not gonna like make it through your first year like the paralegal at your old firm you know like it has to you have to has to really drive you, in my opinion, on whether you should go or not should not be a deciding factor at all. So I just think a lot of critical thinking should go into it and it shouldn't just be because you like to read and argue because it's not as fun when you do it professionally. But it is fun and I, I like Liz, I can't imagine doing anything else, but it does take a lot of hard work and like time and years to get to where we are. And I think that you have to really be willing to put in that time to get here. And you don't just wake up one day and you're here. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And I think Liz, I had asked you like, has it changed over your career, like what you say? I think those first couple of years when I felt like I was like putting in my time kind of in my first litigation job, I, I'm i not sure what I would have said at that point. Like I had that innate sense of this will pay off. And when I was literally paying my loans, I had that innate <laughs> sense of this is supposed to work out <laughs> financially. <laughs> and this is supposed to be an investment in myself and my education. And it did. But at that time when you're like working like a dog and, you know, you're at work 80 hours a week sometimes just trying to, you know, take five hours to do something that in two years is going to take you 30 minutes I mean, it's just a drag. And I think depending on what stage in your career you're at, you might have a different perspective on, man, was that worth it? Because I think that part of the longevity in this career is having the confidence that you know yourself and that you will have the ability and intelligence and credentials at the exact point you want to be. Because when you think about, you know, maybe what kind of personalities fit into different practice areas, you give me any personality, any background, there's going, there's going to almost be a stereotypical like part of the law (laughs) that you're going to fit great into. Like, let me talk to you about contract attorneys versus litigators (laughs) versus public defenders versus, you know, trust in the state's lawyers. I mean, there's every practice area kind of comes with its own skill set and may even lend well to your personality and the way you might want to interact with clients or the stage that you might want to have or the involvement that you might want to have. My wife's sister, who is my best friend from law school, so I never regret going to law school because it led me to my wife. So that is sacrilege in my house to say that. <laughs> she she does she practices school law and sometimes that involves a little bit of litigation, but she's really like that adjacent person in a school district who like helps them function and her job is so interesting in the sense that like 
you know, when there's employment issues or student issues or regulatory issues, like our, what we practice is just so different. And it's so interesting to see how she gets to, you know, be adjacent to this industry that she comes at it from a legal aspect. And she did teach for America before going to law school. My mother-in-law and my brother-in-law and other of their family members have been in education and then even like education administration for a long time. So she kind of comes at it naturally. And so for her to be able to incorporate that background into what she's doing in the law is like, it just ended up being the a great fit for her. So that's a good example of if you are a lawyer, you can pivot your career into anything that interests you because everything that we do has a legal aspect or needs a lawyer or the industry can't function without (laughs) without some sort of legal consult. So and it allows you to have days, Erica, where you get a note from a client who says things like, my wife and I are extremely grateful to the Simon Law Firm and specifically for the professionalism and skill of attorney Erica Slater and paralegal Krista Horman. We were involved in a car accident while visiting St. Louis for a family wedding. Since we were not familiar with any lawyers in St. Louis, our son's law firm referred us to you. Almost instantly, Erica understood why this incident was so debilitating and was ready and eager to fight for us. In the ensuing months, she demonstrated her legal expertise as well as empathy and a fighter's attitude. We never doubted that she would secure the best possible outcome. A very challenging time in our lives was made exceptionally easier thanks to the professionalism of Erica and Krista. We will always be thankful. So tell me that all the stuff (laughs) that you go through, especially on a week like this, because I know what kind of week you've had, doesn't all sort of fall into perspective when you have a note like that, which you never could have gotten without having so now I'm blushing and my (laughs) cheeks may hurt from smiling I did get that note from a client today and it hit at such a good time when I needed that reminder and I don't think that you can fight for your clients and do what we're doing until you've gone through some trials and tribulations to make sure you're in the right spot and have the motivation and energy to do what we do right and with the type of dedication that it takes. So thank you for reading that. That was really nice. And those clients are super fantastic. Yes. We also, as you all know, have listeners, some of whom are considering going to law school. We have one particular listener. Her name is Emma. She knows who she is who is in a local school and listens to us and, in fact, wrote a paper about our podcast. And she knows my son. And I think about young women like Emma, who we are able to encourage and inspire, if I dare say, to think about joining this profession. And 
I don't want it to sound like, because I know I'm Pollyanna, right? I mean, I don't want to sound like this is, and anybody who's a regular listener knows this is not something that is fun every day. But I think we take it seriously. I think that we are deliberative about what we tell people. Yes, go to law school. Here are the goods, the bads. I appreciate the opportunity when it comes around that people do ask us, should I go to law school? I think we are truthful about the ups and downs, the goods and bads. But I think we're particularly good at encouraging people to do that, especially young women. Well, thank you, ladies, for the discussion today, and hopefully it will help guide some of our listeners or their parents who want to suggest or ask about going to law school. And one of my takeaways from our discussion today is, like, with any good lawyer, if you're asked if you should go to law school, we may reply, it depends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. Our episodes drop on Wednesdays, anywhere you find your podcast. Join us next time and email us with any questions at heelsinthecourtroom.law. Thanks. Heels in the Courtroom is brought to you by the Simon Law Firm. At the Simon Law Firm PC, we believe in the power of pooling resources in order to create powerful results. We often lend our trial skills and experience to lawyers around the country to achieve better results for their clients. Our attorneys welcome the opportunity to work with you on your case, offering vast resources, seasoned litigators, and a sterling reputation. You can contact us at 314-241-2929. And if you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to share your thoughts with Amy, Liz, Erica, Mary, Elizabeth, and Megan at heelsinthecourtroom.law. And subscribe today because the best lawyers never stop learning.